this week on Living in the Pages, we are mixing things up. I'm going to be asking the questions. And I'm going to be in the hot seat. Oh my goodness, be gentle with me, Holly. I will. This is going to be <laughs> wonderful. So, Willow, how are you today? I'm doing really well. I'm so happy you're in town. Me too. Yes. So, I overslept today. I think I slept until almost noon. So what did you do before I woke up this morning? Oh, I got so much done. Yeah? Yes. We got my son off to school and actually my daughter too, although she doesn't need help. And I got lots of work done. I'm finishing up the second book in my series. Mm -hmm. So happy. So I want to ask you so many questions about your upcoming books, but I do have a couple questions before that, if that's okay. Yeah, you can okay. ask me anything. So I first want to know about your podcast. How did you get the idea to start it? Well, I wanted to find out more about all my author friends and authors that I admired. I wanted to know what makes them tick, how they go about getting the books out, and to help spread the word about their books. I love that. And how do you find all these authors? My assistant, Christine, helps look ahead and see what's coming out when and schedule. And so last year, we would do a, quite a bit ahead of time. But as the podcasts got more popular and people were saying yes more often, it's booked out way in advance, which is fun. But sometimes I end up doing like five podcast in a day to get them all in and then we go a little stretch without doing them and so yeah it's been fun <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so exciting though this is your second season that you've been doing it you mm -hmm. had a little break this past summer how many episodes would you estimate that you've done now well last year I think I took off maybe two times and this year we decided I decided I wanted us to have a summer break so we took off I think it was two and a half months just to recharge and come back with a vengeance. So I don't know. Do you know how many episodes we've done, Nate? Maybe like 75 would be my guess. That is so cool. I know when I visited you this past spring, I was kind of thinking of, oh, I, I want to hear all these answers from Willow that you are asking all the authors that you have on here. Oh. So I'm just so excited that like this has worked out where oh. I actually am. I'm actually asking you these questions. I don't like answering the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I like asking them. I want to find out about you. What have you been doing all this summer? And what are you doing for fall? You actually want me to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not in that seat today. <laughs> Um, okay, so real quick, um, this summer, as you know, I was on a road trip, yes. three and a half months. I was traveling the road by myself. And you came to see me. I did. Yep. You were toward the beginning and I saw you in the middle when we went to the Girls Are Back in Town signing in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that kind of feels like that took up my spring and a decent amount of my summer. And then I moved elsewhere in my home state of Michigan and... Mm -hmm. Um, just been getting back to regular life, but now I'm here. Are so. we going to talk about how we met and stuff? Oh, sure. I mean, I think you should tell that story. Well, okay. <laughs> so the PLN retreat last year, and for those of you who don't know, Taryn Fisher's PLN group, she does a PLN retreat in Marrowstone. 
and it's a beautiful winery owned by Amy mm-hmm. and James, and it's just dreamy to begin with. But then I was standing there with Taryn as she was signing later in the evening, and this beautiful... Actually, I had met you before. And That's I, right. You saw me the night before, mm-hmm. and you you were talking to me about my haircut. I loved your hair. your daughter has always cut her hair and done fun things with her hair, too. Yes, and I was like, I want her to see this haircut. It's so good. <laughs> so, yeah, I loved you right away that night, too. But then the next night was when we really talked, and you were pouring your heart out to Taryn, and, and I was just standing there, too, and just cried, like, within minutes. And we all cried. <laughs> yes, we all cried, and just, I felt your heart, and I was so humbled that you were just sharing yourself right then and right there, and thought, I'm going to know her forever, and I believe that. I'm going to know and love you forever. I do, so, too. And I've gotten to see you <laughs> three times this year. You're making me emotional. Stop that. I know. <laughs> yes, and I'm so... I'm so lucky. Saw you less than a year later. And you loved me back. I know, I do. That was the good thing, because, you know, I can love people, but they don't always love me back, like, the same way. And I feel like you love me back the same way. Well... I think it's hard not to love you back the same way. (laughs) And I think everyone I talk to about you says, Willow, like she is so special. Her heart is of gold. So I think if anyone has the opportunity to, they will want to get to know you. I think that about you. So now. Yes. Let me. Yes, we do have regular love (laughs) questions. We do have regular questions. (laughs) (laughs) But now that we got that out of the way. (laughs) Okay. So. Moving on to your writing a little bit more. Okay. I want to know how you first made up your pen name. I don't Mm. think it's a secret that you have a pen name, Mm -hmm. but how did you come up with it? I've always loved the name Willow. We rescued this kitten that was just weeks old. It was in the winter, and it was found under a deck, and the mom had disappeared. So we went and picked her up, and... I would carry her around in my hood all day. She was tiny, and I would feed her from a little bottle, and her name was Whimsy Willow. And then I always thought if I'd had another child, I would name her Willow, but I was not having another child. So it was just, yeah, that's the name I love. Mm. Aster, I just thought it was real pretty. Mm -hmm. So, Well, I think it's perfect, and I think your pen name fits you so well. Thank you. I love it, too. I feel more like a willow than my real name. And the people in my life mostly call me willow now. So I'm good with it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So have you always been a writer? Yes, for as long as I can remember. What's the first story or poem or anything that you can really remember writing and making an impact on you? I wrote really angsty poems that weren't very good. And a lot of them were over my husband when we were dating. (laughs) He had some good angsty poems dedicated to him, usually when he wasn't calling as often as I thought he should be. (laughs) He was a stinker then, and he still is. He is. (laughs) Yes, he is. (laughs) And when did you start pursuing publishing? Well, like in 2002, 
two, I finished my first novel and it was crap. Like, I'm just going to let that hang there because <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. And I queried it and I got nice responses kind of saying, kind of like, don't be discouraged and you've got a gift, but it's not right for us. Kind of like their polite way of saying no. Mm-hmm. So that was 2002. I started in the fields probably 2007. And just kept going after that one. I got a lot of it written, and then I got stuck. And I would just start other things but not finish. And I felt like I just wanted to get it right so bad. So I kept, you know, tackling it. And in the meantime, I met Taryn, and we were in a writer's group together. She saw that one. She loved it. But. I hadn't started True Love Story yet, and I thought I would rather that be my first one Mm. to come out because I knew In the Fields would be hard for a lot of people to relate to. I want everyone to relate to it, but it's not for everybody. It's the one I feel strongest about that everyone should read, but it's a tricky topic. So I knew I should probably start with something a little more Fluffy. Not fluffy. That's the wrong word. I was going to say, I've read True Love Story, and I don't think that's fluffy. Not fluffy, but it's my story, mostly. It's not all true, but a lot of it is. And it was easy to just have that pour out of me. And it was a relief, because In the Fields had been, like, a painful... Like, I loved writing it, but it was a painful undertaking. And Mm -hmm. True Love Story was just... Because it's my story, it just poured out of me, and it was good timing. I needed to write it when I did. And I think that worked out because from what I've seen within your Aster's Facebook group and other things, it seems like fans love True Love Story. Like, people will go back to that one. That's still the one that everyone, not everyone, loves that best, but most people love that one the most. Mm -hmm. And it still sells the best. It's still... I can have a new release and it will do better than True Love Story for um, maybe two or three months and then True Love Story goes back. (laughs) (laughs) That's quite a testament to your writing. Thank you. Let me just interrupt for a second to let you know that Living in the Pages is part of the Frolic Podcast Network, a podcast community of everything romance-related, from book club-style discussion, author interviews, comedy, critique, you name it. Find new shows to subscribe to at frolic.media slash podcast. And now let's get back to our interview. So what does a typical writing day look like for you? Well, it varies, but mostly I will wake up really early and write for a while. If I don't wake up really early, I will get my son off to school, which is still 6 o'clock, and write when I get home. A good day for me would be waking up at like 4 and writing from 4 to 6 and then 7.30 till 3. But that doesn't always happen. Mm -hmm. But that's what I did a lot of the summer. And it's great when I have days like that. 
And on your good days, do you have a word count goal or do you have a specific, I don't know, thing that you're trying to work toward to get to that that day? I used to say if I can write a thousand words, that will be. But now I've been trying to write faster and challenge myself. So now it's more like if I can write between two and four thousand. So, yeah, I've been really practicing that and it's been fun. Mm -hmm. Now, I know you typically ask the authors that come on your podcast for advice for other either struggling authors or Mm -hmm. aspiring authors. Is there anything that they've said that you've started adapting into your habits or anything that you've just tried to play around with yourself? I think hearing about how many people are able to write faster and larger word counts has been eye-opening for me because... I didn't really think that was possible. And I started reading books on it and practicing the things I heard in the books, and I've seen the difference. So I believe I can, but sometimes if your story is just not flowing as easily, all of that can go out the window. Mm-hmm. And I've I've seen so many talks about it. I've listened to so many podcasts and read books about it. And I know some people don't even believe in writer's block and that you can just write through it. And I'm trying to figure out where I land on that because I can get pretty stuck. Mm. But I'm trying to work through that and just write whatever is coming out fast. And that's working right now. Good. So (laughs) knock on wood. (laughs) I hope it lasts. (laughs) So we have some tea today. Ooh. What are we drinking today, Willow? We are drinking Good Earth Sweet and Spicy Decaf. Mm. We like the decaf because it has, how do you say that word? Ruibus? Yeah, however you say that. I still don't know. Yes. (laughs) It's the best. And I love drinking tea with Holly because she loves it so much. It's just such a comfort, I think. It is. Mm. So this is from the stash that's at the recording studio. Yes. And I used the last of the tea bags of Good Earth at your house. And Nate, the first night, was not very happy. Nate's obsessed with this tea. He's like, oh, I guess I've got to be a good host. Whatever. This is not sponsored, by the way. But hey, Good Earth, if you want to sponsor us. Yes. Please don't take it out of the stores. We're so sad that it's not in the store anymore the decaf but a surprise for nate is that that same night i ordered some from amazon yes so yes four boxes are coming soon (laughs) thank you so much (laughs) so i have been playing catch up on your books because when we met i hadn't read any of your books i'd only read Folsom, which Mm -hmm. obviously you wrote that with taryn and so for the last about a year and three months or so, I've been slowly making my way through your books, and I think I'm almost caught up. What do you think? Love your books. <laughs> Love them. As you know, so I started with Maybe mm. Maybe, and that one is my absolute favorite. I love people who love that book. Christine, my one of my very best friends from in Australia. Australia. Yes. That's her favorite book. Mm-hmm. I think it is just such a wonderful portrayal of struggling with mental health, mm-hmm. of struggling with grief and all of the stages of that. Um, and I also just loved the quirkiness of your main character, 
of your main character and the relationship that was portrayed in that story. Aww. I just thought all of it was so beautiful. And Thank it, you. It was one of those books that I read it at the perfect time. Good. And I was actually talking with someone recently, and they said that their favorite book of yours was also Maybe Maybe. Really? For similar reasons. Aww. So I just hope more people get to read that, too. That's the thing with my books. I feel like they're all so different from one another that if you're not in the right frame of mind it doesn't necessarily mean it's not for you ever because it might be down the road you know Mm -hmm. give it another try Mm -hmm. (laughs) so something that I've noticed while kind of reading your books and you know not not too much time has passed in between reading them Mm -hmm. I've noticed that you definitely describe the clothing of your characters like in a lot of detail. Mm. And so I kind of picked up that style is kind of an important part of your life. And I was just wondering, yeah. So I was wondering if that's always been something that you've loved or if that's something that's developed over time for you. And if you want to talk about that. I don't know if I would be what people consider in style because I don't feel like I go necessarily for what is current. I just go for what I love, but I do love clothes and shoes and boots what sort of things other than boots are you kind of gravitating toward right now I love hats I've always loved hats big earrings right now while my hair's short Mm -hmm. (laughs) I did look so good with short hair (laughs) thank you I cut it off and before I didn't really wear them because they would get tangled in my hair so Mm -hmm. they're back I love that. <laughs> I kind of like how, depending on something else, a different style that you're wearing, like your hair, it's kind of influencing a, another part of you to kind of come out. And that's fun. Yes. I like to switch it up mm-hmm. for sure. So other than style and writing, what other things do you kind of love to do? Either hobbies or other small side passions? I love music. I've always done music in one form or another. I started playing the piano in church when I was 12, and I still play in church every week, and I do background vocals for different recording artists. I love that. That's Mm. one of my very favorite things to do. How often would you say you do that? Not so often anymore. Like This is definitely taking more of my time now, but any chance I get, I take it. I would love to hear some of those. (laughs) I know I've both times that I've come to visit you, I've come to church with you and your family. And uh, the first time I definitely cried twice during (laughs) during the service. I didn't cry this last time, but, you know, I was just loving the music just as much and just as engaged. I think your entire family is so talented. Thank you. Now you have a couple books. As you said, you've been trying to up your your word count game, mm-hmm. and you had a book come out earlier this year, 5,331 Miles. Yes. Would you like to talk about that a little bit? Sure. What do you want to know? Just kind of wondering, what kind of readers do you think would love this book? I started this book probably four years ago, and I had thrown it out on my website with three other books. I had written like four chapters I think of four different books and was like vote on which one you want me to work on and that one was one that I really wanted to finish I fade to red was one of those also and this was the other that 
my friend Donnie to Kiefer. I don't know if you mm-hmm. know her. I do. <laughs> we grew up together. She's so great. She would occasionally be like, please finish that one. I want that one. Uh-huh. So I think people that like that one also love In the Fields because it is more of a pure relationship. Both of those stories start out when the character is young and goes through a span of time. So you see their growth and they're they're growing up, really, Mm -hmm. and they're more innocent, not necessarily the things that happen to them, especially in in the fields. 5,331 miles I thought was light, and then I got all these messages saying they're bawling, and I'm like, oh, I thought that was a gentle (laughs) one. (laughs) So maybe my idea of light is not what everyone else's is. Mm -hmm. That's one of my... Other favorites of yours is 5,331 miles. Okay. And now I'm really excited to ask you about your newest release. So this podcast, I believe, is coming out on Halloween. Yes. But before then, you'll have your newest release of Downfall, which is the first in a brand new series for you. Mm -hmm. So please tell me more about Downfall. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've read it. Yes, it's true. And I loved it. It Did was you love it? It was a different side of you. That it's we a raunchy seen. side of me. Yeah, that too. Oh. That too. It looks like we are running out of time for the podcast today. We've just been going at it. This is, yeah. <laughs> this has been a good conversation. So let's end the podcast for now and we will pick up next time. Okay. All right. Sounds good. See you soon, Willow. Okay. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear the rest of my interview with Willow, tune in this coming Monday. Living in the Pages is now part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts.